Ladies and gentlemen, do to do that, you guys know that the Comedy Fitness Podcast is sponsored by Title Boxing Club. Title Boxing Club, Alpharetta to be exact, that's where I teach my comedy kickboxing class. You can give them a call at 770-864-5492. That's 770-864-5492. Tell them Comedy Fitness Podcast that you're just say Don or actually come in. There's a good chance I might be teaching my class in between doing gigs. Also, you can email them at Alpharetta at TitleBoxingClub.com That's Alpharetta at TitleBoxingClub.com Come in, hit it hard Title Boxing Club Alpharetta Where the punchlines hit hard See you soon Rob Lou, former fat kid, FFK. I still think I am. I like that you say that we're not, but I feel like I still am. Well, we are former fat kids because yeah. we're not kids anymore and we weren't, we're not fat. Oh, like right, we, right. We are right. losing weight. But no, but I'm still yeah. thinking in our heads, though. Yeah, you never lose it. No. I don't think you do. I think we all kind of have body dysmorphic disorder. I think all fat kids n- never really get over it. In fact, I saw a psychologist once and they were talking about you've, if, as long as you were fat, it takes at least half that time to get over it. So if you were fat for well, 20 years. you never years, get over then. I don't think well it takes a long time yeah, we would take, never get over it time. But so from birth until like yeah. how long were you like big oh my god we're, well you come from everybody love food is love yeah that's what our family motto is and so big family yeah well no um, uh, it's just me my mom dad and sister that's it growing no, up no were they big oh yeah like everybody's big fat, large, yeah. Yeah, fat yeah, yeah, yeah yeah no because you all eat you sit around same uh, stuff all yeah. of us and the, and the extended family everybody's big too mm-hmm. everybody um yeah, I mean, holidays, we eat like crazy. Big kid in My, school? Oh, yeah. It was crazy because I ate, I uh, played all sports all year long, and I'd come, I'd eat dinner, and then I'd, uh, me and my dad, like maybe two hours later, would have another dinner. So we'd eat two dinners every night. You eat two, two, what was the first one called? Dinner. And the second one? You want to eat again? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hobbits. I don't it wasn't know. even a decision. A it was just like, we're going back out. Want to eat again? Going back out. Going to get something different. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Don Gray. This is the Comedy Fitness Podcast. Took two of my passions, put them together, comedy and fitness. This week, I have the delight to talk to my first former fat kid. <laughs> my first official former fat kid. I got Rob Little in the yeah. house. Rob Little, comedian extraordinaire. How are you, sir? How are you? How you feel about it? Finally work together. No, exactly. Because, you There's know, so many guys you hear of and then you never see them. You know, comedy's like that. It's a small universe. You you hear about each other because, you know, it's it's more than, it's less than six degrees separation. Yeah. You know someone that knows someone that work with someone. You hear right. rumors about someone, hey, they're a cool guy to work with. And you finally work with and go, oh, okay. Those fuckers were in line. Yeah. He actually is a cool guy. <laughs> oh, and he is funny. So it's cool to hang out. Right. And also, dude, I love that. Because so, I think, now, I think fat kids, like a lot of comics, not a lot of comics, a lot, but there's a high percentage of comics come from either being a fat kid or some type of early childhood trauma like pain when when i mean well, yeah. nothing, it doesn't have to be horrible but we're like all searching. being a fat kid right we're all searching for that acceptance right you know and i think being a fat kid i think is kind of is kind of unique in that your journey is it's that's your defense growing up. You need comedy for the defense because otherwise the names are going to hurt. So yeah. you make them laugh and then they're not teasing you. You joke about yourself first and then it disarms them. Of course. You know, and so do you think that's where it started? Uh, yeah. My, my whole family, though, was really funny growing up. So I never really thought about the weight thing until maybe you get a little older. Okay, and other people start attacking more. Yeah, because yeah. kid, little kids weren't super bad about it. I no, think, they're accepting. Yeah. Long as you're funny, they didn't care. And mm-hmm. then little, when you get a little older, they start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But no, the family was funny. Mom funny, oh my dad God. funny. Mom, my mom's funny and has no idea she's funny. Yeah. And then my dad was just, I mean, I don't, where my parents got divorced when I was pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um, but my dad was like everybody, I mean, I don't talk to him anymore, but he, he definitely, people meet him and think he's the one funny guy. Comedy is generational. I really find that. Yeah. I find that. But all know, my you, relatives are super funny. Like okay. my, on my dad's side, they're all real funny. Did anybody else pursue it as an avenue or career? No. So you're the one that stepped Only out of there. One. I'm from where I grew up. I'm in the town with one light, and people can't believe I even found the road out of there. You know, <laughs> like it's that people. It's a big deal. Yeah, they're like, rah, rah, I could it. Like, yeah. easily be the mirror of okay. my hometown oh, that's if awesome, I wanted dude. to go be. there. By you know, there you go. Buy some land. They ask wow. me every year. Is there a comic club in, in town? No, the, I just did a theater though in Bay City, Michigan. Have you ever heard of that? There used I've to, heard of Bay City. It's Saginaw, no, Michigan. Bay. I've heard of Saginaw. Saginaw used to have two comedy clubs. Okay, um, but uh, but M- Bay City has a huge theater, and I play that every time I go home now. Okay, so, so now now okay, let's talk about the comedy art because I always like to focus on when you make. Yeah, yeah. But the comedy arc, so you're a funny fat kid. You yeah. Know, making people laugh, and then one, then you get the spark to make people do it for a living. Five years old was when I wanted to be a comedian. Five. My, we went on a trip up to Mackinac Island. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. No. That's the big vacation destination up in Michigan. And my parents, we were real poor, so it was a big deal to go. And um, we were staying in a motel, and we had cable, which where I grew up, you got the about four channels. Yeah, one's channel three for and the they VCR. Off at night. You know, yeah. 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 So we were they were watching HBO and George Carlin was on Carlin, and I don't remember one word he said, but I just remember hearing them crying. They were laughing so hard, and I just thought that's what I want to do. So I never ever thought about anything else but being a comedian growing see, up. I think that's the connection that a lot of comics make. I think like you, you see a, you see a man on stage or in some venue with a microphone and you see what it's doing to all these adults yeah and I think that the, the, that power is what mesmerizes you. Yeah. Because you, like you just said you glazed over the words. I don't even remember what it was. No, but I, the fact you saw your parents like uncontrolled. <laughs> yeah. will be laughing. I totally get it. My, Michael Collier in Venice Beach is mine. I saw this man on the beach with just words do the same thing that guys that had to juggle chainsaws. Yeah. And walking on glass had to do. Got the same following and all this dude is doing the words. I would look around. I'm like, that is awesome. So five years old. Five years old. But growing up there, I grew up in a town with one light. That's never going to happen nobody i mean it was literally never gonna happen no so there's no route to no start. route and then like this is gonna make me sound old but we it, are this went by fast but Ten, we look good 10th Go. grade is kind of when computers started coming out yeah and so i liked it and i had a super cool computer teacher so i was like well i guess i'm gonna be in the computers so my senior year i we we made predictions and our wills i guess on the we write up we had this pamphlet we yeah. made, and my prediction was i'm gonna go to college get my computer degree and then i'm gonna be the best comedian i can ever be and it's exactly what i did there you go i mean exactly i got a computer degree worked for ibm yeah and finally quit to do stand-up full-time Oh, okay. So you had a real job. I yeah, I had a really good job. No, I, okay. I was a programmer for. So I started out at General Motors, and I worked. I did Kmart.com. Oh, wow. I implemented the uh, blue light special on Kmart.com. Oh wow! Wasn't even on there yet. Oh wow! And then I went from Kmart to IBM, and I was contracted to Ford. And by the time I was there, I already knew I was going to quit. Like I uh-huh. took that job knowing I wasn't going to stay there yeah. because I was comedy was going so good at this. I was about point. to say now because I'm a big. I always tell young comics like have a job. Yeah, have something 
something else that I you needed do that, that but I couldn't afford it otherwise. And plus, I was doing websites, so I did. Wow. Nobody had websites back then, so I was getting corporate gigs as an open micer. And people are, my, these local Detroit guys were so pissed off. Yeah. And uh, I ended up doing a ton of the comedy club's websites and a bunch of comedians' websites. Makes sense. Uh, ended up hooking up with Pablo Francisco and yeah. toured with him for like four years because <laughs> I did his website. Oh, do, oh wow. Yeah. Okay, wow. So Pablo's a fun hang. He was, yeah. back in the day, he was unbelievable. Yeah. He well. was, I don't know why he didn't be. Get, well, I know why. He well, we all know why, yeah. but I mean, still, he's still amazing. Yeah. I mean, his act is, is and he's so generous. <laughs> and he helps out so he's many people. He's a great guy. He's yeah. absolutely fantastic. But dude, so so okay. So now, March eighth, nineteen ninety eight, first time on stage. First time on stage, mm-hmm. and it's coming up. My, wow, my the anniversary. nineteen year anniversary. Yeah. Was the first time good? Horrific. First time was phenomenal. Really? Oh, I got off stage. I took a class from a local Detroit comic. I think that's a good way to go. Got I me, think it is too. A lot of guys talk down, but it got me into a bunch of shit. It got me into the improv. Like I, <laughs> when I on. come off, um, first of all, I went over my time, yeah, which is well. nothing different from what I do now. <laughs> but I, uh, <laughs> I was up there. I was only supposed to do three to five minutes, and I did eleven, and I had no clue. No. Nah. And I bought a watch that day, and I'm look. I didn't know. I was so nervous, and I come off and. Every joke got a laugh, and I come off, and the teacher was like, "There is no way that was your first time." And I was like, "It 100 was." And they're like, "That was awesome!" And That's then, great. then you eat shit the next five. But I yeah. mean, the first but you got the bug, yeah. And yeah. not only I don't think I had any friends there. It was crazy. Okay, so now when I say when I say made it, when do you think you made it, or have you? Well, we. <laughs> You know, like I, I don't know what people consider making it. Well, well, well it, it, it's whatever your interpretation is. But you've been in comedy at this point how long? Right now, right now, yeah, Nine, almost nineteen years. Nineteen years. Yeah. So okay, but what do you consider making it? Well, my first dream was just to do stand-up comedy. So my dream was to do stand-up, and I would consider that making it. Mm-hmm. But now that I've been doing it, I always say I wish I would have dreamed it bigger. Really? Because inception. Yeah. Once you start doing it, it, you want more. Yeah. And it's never enough. It's like... Can you define more or is it more of a feeling? You, well, I'm I'm doing theaters now and I want to do all theaters. Yeah. I don't want to be doing... Yeah. You know, we're on cruise ships and it's great. And it and the guys... It's awesome that we have this opportunity. But... But it's fucking drags. It yeah, drags man. on you, man. And it's the travel you're stuff. never home and you're on the mm-hmm. road constantly and it gets old, man. And you get, bringing it back to this, you're gaining weight like crazy because you're depressed. Yeah. You're not. Well, no, you're, you're eating. You're, 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 yeah. you're emotionally. You know, yep. You're not using your time as wisely sometimes. You can get so, a little funk. I kind of changed my whole attitude because I moved to New York this past year. Ah. I, was, I was living in LA for 10 years, moved back to Michigan to take care of my mom. She was disabled. Ah. And we put her down and she, no, she's doing better. Oh, she's, about to say. <laughs> she's doing better. <laughs> That's and, legal? <laughs> no, she's better. Yeah, she's and better. so I was like, Good, I'm gonna, I got to tr- get back out there. So I went, yes. I thought I'd give New York a shot and I hated it. It was, it's, I'm too old for it, man. I was, I, if I would have started there, if I would have went there first instead of LA, it would be a totally different scene for me. But coming there established, I, I don't need it. I'm already established in clubs around the country, so I don't need that. But I wanted, I was hoping something more would come from it. Yeah. And they treated me like I was an open micer. Well, because it's, you know, we're, we're, it's drilled in comedians' heads as young comics, New York, LA, New York, LA. I think that's yeah. changed big time. But over the last well, with five, the internet, you with don't. The internet and also the way things are going now, I don't think you have to do that. And also the cities are just, they're cost prohibitive. 
Yeah, New like, York is crazy. To live there and make a living doing what we do is is really really hard. You have to literally leave all the time in order to afford to live in the city that you. I are saved not up a bunch yet. of money when I moved there. Yeah, but I was still paying like about three k a month to live there. Dude, it's crazy. That's, dude, it, I mean, you know, you live in the south. Dumb. You live in Florida. You live, you know, you know. And people, here's South, something, Southwest. like, you and I know this, yeah. but most people don't know. Bunch of money. You don't make any money doing comedy in the big cities. No. Like, New York or LA. No. The most I got paid for a set was 35 bucks. Yeah, and that's people a bunch of like, money, what? by the are way. are you kidding me? And then that's a bunch of money for yeah, a set. Yeah, usually they're free sets. Yeah, they're like, they're like just yeah. go up. Yeah, we have time. We have some time, because, you know, Chappelle might walk in. I had to follow Chappelle one night. That's what, I swear to God. Exactly. I had to follow Chappelle and David Tell one night. Mm-hmm. It was David Tell, Chappelle, then me. And, like, they, and if they claimed it, if they went to go actually get it, they I paid the same damn thirty five bucks. Oh but, yeah, but I, but they didn't. But they, they yeah, probably didn't give a But I mean, that's just the way New York and LA run, which is why it's great to watch comedy in New York and LA because yeah. you never know what happened. But the rest of the country touring is how we get paid, right? And so like cruise ships, corporate is how we get paid. Mm-hmm. But like when you say dream bigger, movies, TV shows. Well, yeah, I always wanted to do. I wanted to yeah. be on TV so bad. Yeah. I, was, I did a bunch of shows on Comedy Central. I was on Nick Swartzen's Pretend Time for a couple of years, and then I was the um, basically the comedic. Um, guy for best damn sports show period for like seven years oh wow so that was i did a great all show. comedy sketches oh that's great man yeah it was great but nobody knows you from that and it doesn't matter mm. so i want to be known from something no like any i, of no, us, I, know I would think you no, know i know what you're saying but best damn sports show man that was a great show it was good yeah. it was cool yeah no but i hear you saying no you're saying so okay so i now- won a reality show one year oh yeah cbs it was called fire me please and they put us in jobs where we had to get fired you had to try to get fired close to 3 p.m without get without going over the first day mm-hmm. oh you had to get fired <laughs> yeah they where, wanted to fire me at 9 30 where were you we working <laughs> this morning um a barbecue restaurant in louisville kentucky and you don't know who you're going up against and they're at a different job in another state anywhere and like how bad were you you just come in and you just start i literally over. told them i mean i was i was horrible then for, for 9 30 they were you start at 9 9 30 they were trying to fire me oh that's cool and you won but i had to hold out so i i think i got fired at like quarter to three Oh, you got, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I was doing a bunch of things to piss them off. Yeah, no, you had to. But you had yeah. Like, that's, that's funny. But I was doing it with, like, this whole, like, personality. Like, I can't wait to sound like rednecks like you guys. Like, keep talking so I can pick it up. <laughs> so I'm giving them, like, you know, yeah, well, backhanded comments. Making fun of us. Why yeah. make fun of us? Keep sound I, like, I want to get one of your southern girls. So I got to sound like you idiots. No, that's <laughs> and great. And they'd be so, like, what? So, now, you know, the idea is always, you know, we do comedy for TV. Like, we're TV for comedy. Yeah. You know, I it's always, I think yeah, it's but now uh, after after New York, that really kind of took the wind out of my sails, and it kind of bummed me out. And then I, finally, I was talking to some buddies. Do you know Jeff Dye? Oh yeah, I know he's that, a buddy of mine. I was to, we went to a baseball game. We got to talk, and then I'm just like, dude, I was telling him about it. He goes, I can never move there, and I was like. Yeah, why did I? And finally, he just goes, yeah. you want to be happy, man. And I was like, that's exactly. So I was like, what yeah. makes me happy? And so now my goal is I want to move to Florida, get a house on a lake because I love to fish. And I'm sick of cold weather, so I don't yeah, want to be in that shit sucks. anymore. We're bald. I want an English bulldog, and I want to just be happy. I want <laughs> to, yeah. Love so the English bulldog goal. is in there. English bulldog, be happy. Fucking there you go. And so now, I'm just saving up money now to do that. That's the goal. Okay, now. no, that's the goal. So working, 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 working. Yeah. Your butt off and then, chill, and then work when I want, projects. not as much. Yes. 
as I'm doing right now. I'm literally been on the road since December first. A lot of work. And man. We're almost in, we're in February. That's good, but it's a lot of work, bro. Yeah, it's a lot of work. So, all right, comedy fitness podcast. By the way, we always talk about comedy <laughs> and fitness. Now back to the fitness. Now today, dude, you took me on a great. We did a P ninety X X workout. Shout I love out, it. You did Tony. it with me. Oh man, dude, I always like to do the workout of whoever I'm interviewing. Yeah, man, I'm like that. I like I like different workouts. I now. got you, Brad Tassel, and. Uh, um, who else did I tell you I got into? Chopin. Dude, Tony Chopin. Horde knows your residuals. I've actually talked to him online a couple really? Well, I don't know if it was him. I'm sure it yeah, was somebody. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But I, it was like sending him my before yeah. and after pictures and stuff like that. And, they should uh, use you one of the infomercials. You're a great story. That's what I thought, too. I thought that maybe story. they'll pull You're me in. And I show you walking around. Like yeah. That. That's great. But now, and I, by the way, uh, P90X is a good program. I like the, the dietary. I like uh, the fact that they shorten it to the P9010, which you said you didn't like as much. I like the um, original just because. Because it like you know it's an it's usually fifty minutes mm-hmm. and it he stretches you out before and after and then there's tiny little breaks in between the other those quick ones man I can't too short I, not plus it's I, too short and I can't keep up it seems like no I hear you. or I don't feel like I got a good workout. Yeah, no, because it's not it, long then enough. Then it's a waste, you know. If you, don't, I always say that, and I like that he did the differences because I always say when you set up a workout for people, you have to give them options. Yeah, because people aren't robots, and there has to be some repetitive nature to it. But you have to make it. First of all, he talks about muscle confusion. Yeah, you know, basically, you just have to make the workouts different, and you got to keep it. Different. It's different every day too. I, that's what else I like about it. I don't get bored. So about two years of that. It's been about it's my two or three years. Yeah. Now is that your primary workout, and then you do some cardio? Yep. Usually that's it. Mm-hmm, but yeah. okay, so you I've said tried other ones, but I don't like that insanity. I feel that guy. To, he hey y'all, yeah. I don't care. I like him. Yeah. It's not him. It's Sean that T. he doesn't give you enough breaks. No, or Sean, it's that's, a, that's a tough workout. It's, it's a tough. tough. It was too tough. A total for body me. workout. I, I and I like I tell people incorporate a little bit that you do like from it and put it in. But as far as just a video, like yeah. you watch all the way through. Again, you connect it with P ninety X. Yeah, I like that guy better. And now, so that was a big part about two years ago. Now, what was the start of that? Like so, two years ago, you got so to I a started point. doing cruises, and okay. I was gaining a ton of weight, and okay. I'm just like because I'm where I was super How depressed. Well, probably. I mean, I was, I was pushing three, probably. Really, it was close. It wasn't far. So just so we can, you know, for the audience that's listening, like, so you started at let's say approximately About probably two eighty five, and you two. put on a good twenty, fifteen, twenty pounds. What do you mean? What uh, working here? Like you started off at two. No, that's where I put up to. Oh, you I got up to. to oh, that. where did you start? I'm, I'm trying to think know. how much you start. You know, two sixty. I maybe? put on twenty five pounds when I first started. Yeah, two sixty to two eighty five. I'd say. Yeah, cause just from the juice, I just started drinking. I was drinking fruit juice left and right. And you, what, what were you doing? Were you eating everything? Whatever. I didn't. I yeah. didn't. I didn't. I didn't edit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I was hungry for, and uh, too much of it. Uh, and so you were depressed. You're depressed, yeah. yeah. So you're bringing it back to your room too on the ship, and uh, uh, you're eating the midnight mess. Yep. You know, late. you come off of our show. That's when we're most hungry. Yeah. It seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, so I just try to cut that out. Yeah. And working out. Timing's a big part of it, but you didn't do a big, like, you know, a lot of people, they go Atkins. They go paleo. I've tried Atkins recently. Basically, it's not pure Atkins, but it's, Mm -hmm. like, just low carb. And so, for me, it's all about French fries and ice cream and just cutting those two out. Those are the two things you love. Oh, my God. So, you're okay with the potatoes, pastas, and bread, so you can get rid of a lot of those. Yeah, I don't don't need them. Mm Mm-hmm. But those other two, poof. Yeah. French fries comes with everything, though. Yeah. That's what's so hard about yeah. it. So I, just a lot more salads. Every now. place you visit has a fryer. 
Yeah. With the fried potatoes and their easy side dish. Yeah. Awful. And where you I'm know, from, everybody, we have a deep fryer in our damn house. I mean, we're always, <laughs> we yeah, did. No, that I, wasn't no. even a weird thing to have. You had a Mr. Fryer? Yeah. I remember those back in the day. I remember when it broke and we had to immediately go get another like, one. We need another Mr. Fryer. Gee whiz. You know, exactly. Yeah. You know, so all of our relatives. Those have been broken forever. But fuck, we need a fryer. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. We never had one. I always wanted one. Oh my God, God, I wanted one. Chicken nuggets every night. We had a neighbor, like we had a neighbor with one, and like it was awesome. And it was like, just stay away, you'll burn yourself, the oil's popping. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. That thing. It was, I was found oh, we were so good at it, we would do it ourselves. Oh, yeah, you know, you're doing yeah. it naked. You're like, I, I, I can avoid the pops, <laughs> yeah. bro. No, no, no. I would have I would have burnt, burnt my penis off trying to make French fries. <laughs> so, okay, so from having a fryer in the house to gaining a bunch of weight on the cruise ships, you just took this, like, a day happened, or like you got to a point where you're like, like okay, no more. Like this is. I know I'm gonna have this gig for a while. I'm not gonna still keep doing this. I gotta change my life. Come yeah. on, health wise. There was some. I just think it was something. Finally, I was like, my clothes were all too. I was. I was mm. having to buy bigger clothes, and I was like, I'm not doing this. That's anymore. the biggest thing. How you fit in their clothes? Once the jeans were past. Once I was having to buy forty twos. Gotcha. I was like, fuck yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get on it, yeah. you know? Yeah. And for me, that was the biggest gene I got into, and I was like, this is crazy. When I was down to 36, 34s almost, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that was crazy. No, so then, so you're like, okay, now was it a slow change? Or like, you know, because a lot of people do it like, okay, Tuesday, I'm not eating any any pork, and I'm um, eating kale. The it, food Usually it's gradual. I, I should be better about food, but mm-hmm. most of it, I just try to eat a lot less than when I used to. Yeah. And not so much of the bad stuff. So that's all I'm, because otherwise, I mean, our. More good stuff, less bad stuff. Yes. Working on the timing. We're on the road all the time. So there's a lot of times where you're like, this is my only option. Like you did, I was yeah. pretty impressed yesterday when you ate that burger and you only had like three bites and then put it down. I eat, I eat, I, I, uh, I eat a little bit of the food and then I destroy it usually. Yeah, you didn't. See I was me. shocked. I put usually salt and ketchup so on. So you don't keep eating it. it. Yeah, so I don't keep eating because I know I will, but I'm still adventurous. I wanted to make a a cheeseburger torta yesterday, and I and if I wouldn't have, I would have not been okay. But I knew I can't eat the whole thing. Yeah, so I made it. I ate some of it. Now, I have the luxury of being on a ship where there's an infinite amount of food supply, and yeah. I don't feel bad about wasting food. At yeah. home, I would not do this. Right. I would make other choices. But uh, here, since I have the possibility, by the way, the reason I don't feel like wasting it is because they grind it up and feed it to the fish. Right. They really do. It's true. They really do. So, yep. like, Nemo is eating my cheeseburger. <laughs> right. Like, he's totally like, oh, this is great. Cheeseburger turned it outdoors. Like, I ate it, and I don't forgot what it was. But I, and I do that. But now, and I think, so, like, the food surfing. Yeah, I'd never seen anybody do that before on the ship. Dude, you got a food surfer. Some of the people in the audience, some of you guys know food surfing. There's surf. so many different places to eat. There's so many places on a cruise ship. You take food from one place and you bring it to another place. Something magical happens. Take that cheeseburger over to the burrito guys. Have them put it in the freaking bur- burrito. There's you no are you way more patient than me because I yeah, just don't have couple, the patience to that go is to a couple. Yeah, it's got to be strategic. You got a couple places yeah. and it makes the order make sense. I could barely stand there long enough to do the... Um, Mongolian we did yesterday. No, I don't know. It was so damn slow. I was like, No, Mongolian sometimes you need an appetizer Uh while you're in line for the Mongolian. So okay, now that's the thing. I was talking about food, comedy fitness podcast, talking to my man Rob Little. Yeah. You're a foodie. In the struggle to lose, I don't weight. really understand that foodie? term. Foodie. Okay, who isn't a foodie? Well, I see. Oh no, I, I don't like to eat food. Bullshit. No. Everybody, everybody. So everybody, for the most part, likes to eat what they like to eat. 
But when I say foodie, like for instance, the example of food surfing, I'm I'm adventurous when it comes to food. Yeah. And then, for instance, I've been stalking your Facebook page. You have posts where you are romantically involved with some of the food. <laughs> no, not 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 in a weird way, people. But in the same way, a lot of men are. Like we have an emotional connection to this food. Of course. Like like um oh he was oh I love them too. Southwest egg roll. Oh, you saw that. You were losing yeah. your shit over them. I love Me them. too. I love They're them. freaking amazing. And I sat there and ate the whole. Damn thing, but yeah, oh, it's an appetizer they're, for they're four appetizer, people. Appetizer for me. <laughs> uh, Cheesecake Factory is my favorite thing at Cheesecake Factory. Is the Southwest Egg Roll? I think about oh, I didn't them. Know they I had make, them. Yes, there. they do, and they're fantastic. I'm, TJ Fridays isn't doing bad either, but I make plans to, to go jellies. get them. Like when I, that's what I mean by foodie. Like other humans go, oh, Southwest Chicken Egg Rolls. They're 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 great. Yeah, they're, they're not. They're not. But I went there <laughs> yeah, for we them. We went there for. <laughs> excuse me. Do you, you don't have the? I will leave. Right. And go somewhere else because we'll go to a place and they have that one dish and, we, and we'll get it. That's what I mean by foodie. Because okay. when, when you crave something like that, uh, yeah, I'm definitely. It's harder then. to reel it to reel yourself in. So what are the what are the compromises you make with yourself? I'll work out like this if I eat that, or is there guilt involved? I always be very honest with there's food. Food is guilt. very emotional. It's there's a lot. When you said guilt, I was like, oh yeah, there's a lot yeah. of guilt. I can't believe I ate that. Boy, yeah. I ate that. You know, or like the other night, I after the show, I went to Midnight Mess and I got a little uh, bit, and I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Yeah. Why are you doing it? And then I just felt so. Yeah, but when I while I'm doing it is good because I don't take as much then. Yes, but if I wasn't saying, that, I would have ate a whole food. Guilt is not just for women. Yeah, it's not. Everybody suffers from it yeah. because, especially these days, we're too self-aware about what we're eating. Yeah, because we, we we can't plead ignorance anymore. You know, I, I have a brother. I love you, Charles. I'm going to talk bad about you. He's food ignorant. He really doesn't know the calorie content. He just grew up in a generation like that, and like he eats what's put in front of him. Yada yada yada. It's a lot of extra work to know that stuff. And now we do. And like you're at midnight mess, and you know at midnight I cannot have bread. I can't have this dense right. carb before I go to sleep. Da, 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 I can't eat this. It's Plus, I sleep. know I'm going to stay awake now all night. And, Exactly, and also what it affects your body as it is. Exactly, you know you can't eat that. So there's that guilt of actually knowing what you're doing. This is the wrong time to be eating any of this, and I think that weighs on you. And then the next day you go and you pound it in. Like for instance, last night the midnight mess. Is that why we kicked ass this morning? Because I'm 45 minutes. I didn't do the midnight mess last night. Oh, went to bed, but the night before I did it. Oh, because you were a monster this morning. I'm 45 minutes into a workout. Yes. Rob comes over, taps me, and like, hey, pussy, want to do P90X? I'm like, oh, dude, you know, I'm about to rub. Oh, okay. Well, Mr. I knew workout. it was the fun one. Yeah, and you're like, come and on. I'm like, okay. And dude, 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 it was great. I had a it's the kickboxing one. It's fun. See, it was the to- it was the P90X kickboxing one. Kempo is what it's called. Kempo yeah. was totally into it. Some great moves. Actually, really good form. I was actually very impressed with both Tony's uh, um, um, way he taught it, the form. Yeah. And actually yours, too, bro. That was great. Oh, you yeah? have a martial arts background? No, not I just ah, done well, that video. I'm a kickboxing instructor, and I was pretty <laughs> impressed with the form. I'm like, this is great. I was impressed with the way they were teaching, and, yeah, and the you, you know, yeah, because even you were like, oh no, did you get your hips like that? I'm like, oh dude, it's awesome. Well, you were over there flailing, doing your own thing. I'm like, well, no, no, like, there are a couple moves that like, are you gonna I, do this with me? No, 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 no. I always want to do the base moves, but yeah. there's a couple things I always want to do for my own workout because I sure. always think, and I always have a little fitness ADD because I always, I always respect the instructor and do whatever they do except that first. Yeah, and then I'll, I might improv a little bit. And if I was in actual class, if I was to do that i would do it at the back well plus i think it was maybe a little slow for you well there are parts of it that i knew where he was probably gonna go and it's not and i always always say that you can always learn no one's a fitness guru no one knows it all and anything but to me especially when it comes to fitness movement some people say to me oh i know all the moves you know all the human moves that ever right who who, you know okay 
Right. That's, you know, come on. There's always something new to learn. There's always a new way to do it. And difference is what makes you a better, you know, human. Yeah. Much less athlete or even what I call people just, you know. How many times, though, have you been on here? I love when I see another comic up there working out. And then I'm like, oh, do you want to do this with me? Because it makes it more fun then, too. Workout buddies. How many times have you been on these where you know that other comic hasn't left his damn room all week? Oh, well, well, not only left his room, hasn't lifted a weight in maybe a couple of That's decades. what I mean. They're not like, going like, to you know, work There's out, a lot of guys. You know? And then comics, they bitch about all their pains and stuff. Exactly. And like, Get up on the treadmill and walk. You, exactly. I used to have super bad patellar tendonitis on one of my knees and the doctor was like there's really nothing we can do for it you gotta like get that lose muscle strong gain the muscle and lose so the weight that's you what mean. i p90x totally did i don't have it anymore you increase the muscle around the joint and that way stronger and then you take off the weight every pound yeah. extra we have is like 10 pounds of pressure on the knees and joints yep and so and i always tell people the first thing you want to do when you have knee problems and back problems lose weight yeah and that's, that's what, bad and in my family you can diagnose yeah, disabled it seems like and so well, i don't want to be that no and, and see i think that's where a lot of people see you see you see some of your family you see the older generation not doing so well because the choices they made my family's riddled with diabetes yeah i don't have it because of lifestyle choices Right. I would have it if gone a different path. Yeah. You know, and you see it too in your family. I would have this, I would have that. You see gout, you see things come up, and it's you want to try to avoid it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, hey man, so I mean, first of all, it was a great workout. We got another whole cruise. Yeah, we're, we're going, on one more. We got shows tonight. We got another cruise. Um, but uh, I want to do another workout, first of all. We got to work out again. Yeah. But I know you got Monday, some stuff. we got a hard one. But we, well, well, he says we. He was already saying <laughs> We have a, my workout well, buddy. if you do it, it's Rob, the, one, my workout buddy for the week. It's we do, the worst I, one to me. I like the challenge. Is there weights involved? It's all push-ups and pull-ups, but you got it. There's nowhere to do pull-ups on here, so I just terrible. Oh, it's awful. There's no a place, bunch of pull-ups. No place to do pull-ups. Oh, oh. I can't do them anyways. I can barely do them. So, I, dude, I I, I I do them in very short clips at a time. Yeah, <laughs> um, with lots of grunting. So, but no, I'm looking forward to the workout. But before we go, Comedy Fitness Podcast. Love that you came by, man. Thanks yeah, so much man. for talking to me. But now, what do you got going on, man? I know you got a couple of things going on. Oh, you got yeah. you got some shows in the works, some pilots. Yeah, what we're talking a, about? A comedy history show which is called here's a little history with rob little. here's a little history catchy yeah and then the other one's a wedding comedy show called i do unique weddings and they're both regis philbin's company it was talking reach yeah reach. producing them so that's kind of exciting if they how, how old up, is how old is, you met regis i met him the first meeting really and it was they always talk about his energy and how infectious like i feel like i'm kind of like the high energy and yeah, you have energy you have your active energy you have a good motivation and passion like, about you. I was like comatose compared to Regis. Hey, how are you? Oh my <laughs> God, he's just so in fact, he's so happy and so energetic and just he's gotta be crazy nice. Yeah, he's it was, gotta be late eighties. I think he might be even ninety now. It was, it was, Definitely late eighties. We have bad internet. That's why everybody's saying, like, "I don't know." They why aren't they Google? You Google. Yeah. You have a phone in your hand too. You're listening to this on a device. Yeah, Regis Philbin has got to be 197 years old, <laughs> give I, or take. I think he's Larry King's dad. <laughs> I think he. I think he's well, Willie Nelson's older King. brother. Look, it looks. I would say the other way. Well, around. Larry King's been dead for 25 <laughs> yeah. years. People, we just haven't known. We're like, actually been dead. So you got. Um, so, but I love. I love. I love. Uh, I love the name. Here's a little history. Yeah. It's, and then that's. And like then it's fun because in the middle of the show we have little known facts. Oh, and yeah, name so, rack. 
it's, it's nice fun. It's nice. Yeah. And the other one you said is I do day. unique weddings, and that's where we just have people that want to get married in a fun way. Because like, you're an ordained minister. Yes, I'm ordained. I've done a bunch of weddings already, but um, I was like, man, let's we should turn this. But now just say ordained minister, not like you know, man of man of the I cloth. I took no classes. Yes. literally online. Gotcha. Filled out the paperwork. Done. Gotcha. There's no DAT involved. Maybe more. There's. there's Digital involved, no DTs. Yeah. Digital, yes. Oh, okay, all right. So, so and like that's kind of cool, man. Doing wacky weddings, it is fun because I get married as a hobby. I heard, I, I, yeah, yeah I, do, I do. I get married all the time. We can do a couple, and I'm thinking about like the next one. Yeah, the next one I could see totally getting married. Like, dude, like I'm maybe like could you like what if we Some went to Africa theme? and did it like in like tribal. Okay. Like, I'm, no, I'm down for something interesting. Like, I'm down to be the one that you guys experiment. Then I got to be like the I'm medicine man and I, have like a bone through my nose. I'm okay with that. I, I've never gotten married in America. You've and never I'm been never, married? I, no. I only Where got, were the other I ones? Only, I got married in Jamaica once and I got married in a cliff in Bali. Ooh. The time. I do not get married in the States. The Bali one sounds cool. The Bali cliff was nice. No one got pushed, thought about it. But the Bali cliff was nice. Actually, it was very nice. And the Jamaican one was nice, too. We could be with, we were, we were pretty intoxicated. Podcast. We could probably talk about uh, Oh, gosh. Oh, my audience knows about my train wrecks. Okay. But no. But, you know, you know, things happen <laughs> in a nutshell. You guys have heard about it on earlier podcasts. But, and it's in my act. Of course, you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but I'm still down to find love. Like, I'm going to get married again, and I would like to do it. Oh, hey, on your I'm show because I'm riding coattails. I'm okay. a professional coattail rider. Hey, and I everybody, can use the material. Like, dude, and that'd be great. That'd <laughs> be great. Could. So I'm going to get married by Rob Little on his, awesome. on his new hit show. We're going to call it. Or are, we, are you? We? I say we. Are you calling it ordained or? No, yeah. I do unique weddings. I do unique weddings. So I'm going to get married. Yeah. The next time I get married, say and I it's do coming up. Your wedding. Yeah, I, I always say I do. Yeah. I say I do all the time. Yeah, I love saying I do. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting the teachers. <laughs> I do. And so next time I get married, it will be. But I'm saying right now. I'm declaring on the Comic Fitness awesome. Podcast. And you got a lady in the Next works? Time. Yeah, right now I'm dating a really lovely oh. lady. Hey, how babe, long's it how been? are you? Oh, we've been dating a year now. It's Maybe fantastic. that's why you're, they're not working out. Why is not, that? How long do you go with them before you marry them? Oh, no. Well, I go <laughs> you know, earlier. I been made, a couple you know, weeks. Might as well get you know, married. Like I said, the whole comedy thing, man. You start off, you know, it's finding love, man, right? Yeah. You're always searching for love. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I, I've, you know, if, if you show interest, oh, God, you like me, you know, so it's great. Right. You know? But I've gotten past that now. I'm a very healthy place. A lot of, a lot of therapy, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of being self-aware. I, I tried therapy this stage. past year. And I, wasn't, I think therapy is the way to go for comics. I think it's part of comedy fitness. I Actually, here's the book I'll tell you right now. Huh. Changed, this book changed my life What's recently. It's called, um, oh, oh shit, it's um, The Artist Way. The Artist Way. The Artist Way. You way. ever heard of it? No. Plug. I'm Artist's telling you. Way. Every comedian should buy this book. Really? I don't care where you are at in your level. It's mm-hmm. it'll um, it's a ten chapters. You do a chapter a week, and it basically, if you're in a funk, it will get you out of that funk. It gets you writing. You do uh, morning pages where you write three pages every day, and it just stream of conscious. And what you end up getting off the, like the things you're upset about, you talk about them. No, you learn to release. You, you, you learn to get through you it. Comedy you idea. You write it. I like that. So it's an unbelievable book, and that's like that. another thing. The artist. Get out of my funk out of New York. No, and it's all about that. You know, it's one of the reasons we do comedy fitness to get out of the funk. Website? RobLittle.com. Everything's Rob Little. RobLittle.com, Snapchat, Snapchat. Vine, which I think Vine just went away, but you were talking Twitter, we're talking the Instagram, Rob Little. Yep. Okay, and RobLittle.com. 
Yep. Dude, you own RobLittle.com. Yeah. That's awesome. RobLittle.com. Dude, I was a web developer, man. I had it oh, from dude, day you one. Early. I forgot. Yeah. You, had a real, you had a really, really good job. So very good. So guys, check out RobLittle.com. Um, check him out on the show. Check him out marrying me uh, <laughs> on, on his new show, I Do You Dick Do Anything That Works. That I say we. I'm telling you we. That we're totally going to get made because I think it's fantastic. But please check out the website. Remember, Comedy Fitness Podcast is always laugh your ass off. Thank you so much, Rob. Thanks for having me, buddy. Appreciate it.